Welcome back, Believers in Jesus Christ. If you haven't already done so, I encourage you to listen to prior episodes of this podcast and to tell others about it via a link on your social media platforms. I also encourage you to follow or subscribe to this podcast, please, so that you know when new episodes are posted and so the words of Acts 18.9 comes into fruition. I also encourage you to purchase my book, which is entitled The Vessel. You are more than you think. All it takes is faith. You can find it on Amazon. Now, to this episode's title, The Bible. Why were the books written? And what is the Bible truly about? The why? That's easy to explain. So that mankind doesn't forget how much God loves them. The what? Well, that's a bit more complicated. Why? Because most people believe that the Bible is all about Jesus. But the truth of the matter is, the Bible is about mankind and God's effort and his efforts he has made and continues to make to show us that he is a God of grace and of mercy. And that he is the God of what was and of what is to come. What was can be found in the book of Genesis. That book not only describes how the earth came to be, it details how mankind came to be, and what is to come can be found in the book of Revelation. What's in between those two books is God recounting to us how messy we are, and how in spite of our messiness, he still loves us, and that he still wants to have a relationship with us here on earth and most importantly in the afterlife. Take the Garden of Eden. It was perfect in every shape and form, but mankind, i.e. Adam and Eve, spoiled it by disobeying God, which resulted in them being kicked out of that holy and sacred place. Although God forgave them, he ensured that they nor the generations thereafter forgot mankind's first sin against him. As written in Genesis 3, 16 through 19 of the New International Version of the Bible, which states the following, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. And for Adam and the man after him, God commanded the following. Curse is the ground because of you through painful toil. You will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistle for you and you will eat the plants of the field by the sweat of your brow. You will eat your food until you return to the ground. My brothers and sisters in Christ, anyone who doubts 
God's word. They only read those verses. Think about this. Before mankind first sinned, woman was her own person in the sight of God. But after she and Adam were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, Eve was relegated by God to be led by man. Not my words, but those of God. And man's lot in life was also forever changed. Instead of him having every physical need provided to him by God, he was made to physically work to provide for him and Eve's daily needs. And as the Bible states, the ground was not the most desirable for that purpose. Think about all the fruits and vegetables that are grown today. Oftentimes, most of them must be plucked of thorns or thistle to get to and to eat. There are those who say or are saying today that God did not intend for women to be led by men in this era because what he said before the birth of Christ no longer applies. Listen to what's written in the New Testament of the Bible. Specifically, Ephesians 5, 22-24. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. As Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Again, not my words, but God's. If God did not intend for mankind to suffer for their first sin, then women will not continue to have labor pains and men will find the ground more terrible to till, to grow and harvest food. But he hasn't removed those conditions or hardship. That's because he is a man of his word, which evidence that his word is true and that what he says will be. And what he does will remain. You may be saying to yourself, all of that doesn't prove that the Bible is about mankind and God's grace towards them and not about Jesus. Listen to what's written in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and verse 17 states the following for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him if those verses doesn't prove that the Bible is a moralization of God's love of us 
And I encourage you to read the Bible for a fuller understanding of that fact. My brothers and sisters in Christ, keep this in mind. But for mankind's messiness and disobedience, there would be any need for God to sacrifice his son for our sins and most importantly for our lives spiritual lives that is the Bible describes the ways that God showed his love for us before and after the birth of his son and the Bible also details Jesus' effort to share God's word with mankind through God's Holy Spirit via his teachings miracles performed his death and his resurrection the Bible teaches that all were on full display and witnessed by believers and most importantly non-believers of his word for believers they were confirmation of their faith in God's word and for the non-believers they were proof of God's power and of his might. The Bible also teaches that anyone who seeks God and wants to abide by his word can too receive the Holy Spirit as written in Acts 2 38. Peter replied, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit my brothers and sisters in Christ that same spirit birthed the son of God as written in Luke 1 31 through 35 which reads as follows you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, Hebrew 1 3 makes clear to us where Jesus' place is in heaven and the reason why he sits on the right hand of God. It reads as follows. The sun is the radiance of God's glory, an exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word after he had provided purification for sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Did you hear what that verse in John 3.16 said about us and our sins? Jesus had to die 
so that our sins can be forgiven. Since disease, famine, flood, and other warnings that God has made to us to do right by him have failed. But Jesus' death alone will not get you into the kingdom of God. You must believe and adhere to God's word and believe that Jesus is his son. I will tell you from my own personal experience that one of the two is easier said than done. And that will be adhering to God's word. As mere mortals, mortals, we have all sinned. But the good thing about having remorse for sinning is that God knows your heart and the sincerity of it. It is not mankind we should seek absolution from, but God the Father. Mankind may not forgive you of your sin, but God will if asked, and if your heart is sincere when asking for his forgiveness. For God's spirit, which lives in those who seeks it, will garner God's favor. God commands all who possess his Holy Spirit to keep the temple that houses it pure. Listen to what written in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. My brothers and sisters in Christ, did you hear that? You were bought at a price. And with that comes the responsibility and an obligation to live a just life, a righteous life in the eyes of God. And to, and to further evidence the sanctity of the temple which God spoke about in that scripture, listen to what's written in Matthew 1, 24 through 25. When Joseph woke up, he did not, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to his son and he gave him the name Jesus. You see my brothers and sisters in Christ as you just read as you just heard rather the Bible is a story of us and of God's love of us and for us which the Bible teaches formed the basis for God sacrificing his only begotten son for our sins. We must never forget that the Old and the New Testaments are instructional guides of how we, as creations of God, are to live our lives, of which God provided no better example than his son, Jesus Christ. I encourage all believers of Christ's and of God's word to read your family's history i.e. the Bible because 
It is a fact-based record of your spiritual genealogy. Peace and love.